Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes. Hey, Super Achievers. For today's episode, I'm interviewing the Fit Mess podcast duo, Jeremy Grader and Zach Tucker. Jeremy has been in broadcasting and podcasting for over 20 years and is a certified REBT mindset life coach. Zach has a passion for helping people define and meet their wellness goals and is certified to teach yoga and insanity live. Welcome, Jeremy and Zach. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Well, before we jump into how to get out of your head, can you share a little bit about your background with our listeners? Sure. So, um, well, let's see. My journey has been... 42 years long now. Um, I, my, my journey has been interesting. We'll say that had a a very, uh, traumatic childhood with uh, a lot of abandonment, um, issues that happened. My mom would leave on a Thursday night and come back on Tuesday, the next week, uh, when I was five, um, with, you know, no food in the house and I'd have to eat raw hamburger out of the fridge and, things like that. So, you know, just kind of all those years where you were, where you're supposed to be, you know, getting set up for success. I was getting quite the opposite, which led Mm. to lots of other issues later on in my life. Um, I was, you know, close to 300 pounds eating McDonald's every day, very unhealthy physically and emotionally and mentally. Uh, and you know, when I was 22, I kind of started to get my, my stuff together a little bit finished college and had a little success and, um, you know, kind of had a breaking point at work one day where, you know, I realized I needed to be healthy in order to have a successful career, successful life. Um, and you know, decided to quit smoking and did that. And then I started running and then I started, you know, working on my emotions and figuring out that, you know, Hey, those emotions are real. I can't just bury them deep down and, and forget about them. I had to, to deal with them. Um, and you know, it was a really long journey of like 10 to 15 years of, of, you know, getting my stuff together for the most part, um, and figuring out my life and, and becoming healthy emotionally, physically, uh, mentally. And, you know, at that point in time, I kind of, I met Jeremy and we started talking about similar things and he'd been podcasting and, and I'll let him tell his story, but you know, that's, that's kind of where we met up and, and our podcast came to be. Yeah. And my background, not nearly as traumatic as Zach's. I had more of your, you know, garden variety trauma with, you know, alcoholism in the, in the, in the, in the home and, and dealing with all the baggage that that attaches to a young person growing up that translated itself into eating issues and, and ultimately sort of coping with my emotions through, you know, I wouldn't say abusing alcohol, but it definitely was the crutch that I leaned on to, you know, to mute the feelings and not deal with them. And, uh, coincidentally, you know, many years later I, I had, you know, I became a father and, uh, ended up with the dumbest knee injury anybody's ever gotten. I literally got out of bed and hurt my knee and oh, no. had some sort of damage to a nerve or something. Nobody ever really fully diagnosed it, but, 
but my physical therapist said, you know, hey, based on your family history and what's going on with your knees now, you should get on a bike and, you know, and just do as much biking as you can to save your knees. And it seemed insane. And I complained to my brother, which is something I did often back then and said, you know, what am I, six years old? Am I supposed to start biking all the time again? And, and he just said, you know, what you have to do is just decide that you're that weird guy that rides his bike to work every day. And once you make that decision, <laughs> then you'll do it. And there was just something about the way that he said that when he said that, it just hit me at the right moment. And I literally in that moment became that guy. So I got on Craigslist, bought a used bike, started bike commuting. And I just, I just fell in love with, with being in the moment on that bike. And you know, there's, there's nothing that I found in my life. That's quite the same where, where you literally have to pay attention to that moment or something really bad can happen. You can hit a car, hit a pothole, yeah. like it, it can end badly if you are not in that moment. And so I started looking for other ways to bring that into my life and, and decided to find a therapist and met the perfect therapist. He was very much into uh, meditation and, and really practicing mindfulness. And he taught me all about that and sent me to different um, courses and, and Dharma talks and things like that to, to sort of learn more about being present. And that was really what, what opened the door for me is I, I just, I, I really wanted to try and find more ways to bring that calm and that peace into my life after having a lot of, you know, instability and, and, you know, again, I use trauma with big air quotes. It wasn't, you know, I didn't have the same experience Zach did, but, but I had stuff, yeah. you know, and, and I, and I didn't process it. I didn't work it out the right way. And so through all that, I, I started, you know, got back on the bike. I got an, I had an injury, which led to, uh, you know, just, I was on the couch again for a while and started gaining weight and, and not feeling good. And so in that process, I, I uh, ended up on and off, um, depression medication. And when I left that, I ended up also quitting drinking and in the process was talking to Zach about all this. And, and he was a little bit ahead of me on his journey and was sharing some things that were working for him. And, and the more we talked about it, the more we were finding that being vulnerable and really opening up to each other about the process and how much of a struggle it is to take care of yourself. Uh, we just, we just felt like these were conversations that we weren't hearing other guys having. And so, like you said, that's really where our podcast was born was just trying to share, you know, overcoming the struggles that we have had to overcome and sharing, you know, the real, the real raw side of that. And particularly as men, we don't, we don't hear a lot, a lot of that, you know, in, in media. So we just, we wanted to bring that to, to more people through our podcast. Oh, first I want to commend you for that because that is amazing. It gives other people permission, right? To be vulnerable, to work through their stuff. That's the thing. It's, it's, it's a very lonely place to be. It's, it's, it's really easy to think that you're the only one that feels these things and, and has these struggles. And so the more that we can just help people not feel alone, then they know that there are tools and that there are people that can help uh, to get through that. Absolutely. And, and Jeremy, I want you to not feel alone in having the world's dumbest injury. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I somehow fractured my neck and dissected an artery while sitting in a meeting. Get out. Okay. You win. Okay. You, you got yeah. me beat. <laughs> Holy smokes. So I totally relate uh, to most of what y'all are saying. Yikes. Wow. <laughs> but I'm also very big on, um, you know, that taking care of yourself and it is a struggle, right? All of us listening know how much of a struggle it can be to take care of yourself, mind, body, soul, all of that stuff. So I love the topic, uh, get out of your head. So what do we need to know about this? I, for me, I like to, I like to say that, you know, I, I see so many times in our Facebook group, I hear from people that I talk with that, 
a lot of this idea of I'm just waiting for Monday. I'm waiting to get motivated to whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm waiting to feel like it's the right time. Like the, all that time you spend waiting is time that you can be spending doing something about it, whatever it is, right? Getting a new job, getting in shape, going to the gym, running, swimming, whatever your, whatever your thing is that you're going to do one day when you feel motivated to do it. It's, it's not coming. Nobody's going to show up and knock on the door and say, hey, come on, let's go do that thing you've been putting off for the last 15 years. So you really just have to, like I did when my brother said, you have to make a decision. It sounds so simple. I know, I know how simple it sounds. I've heard other people for my entire life say, well, you just have to decide to do better. You, you do. That's where it starts, right? Yeah. Like you have to decide this is important enough to me to prioritize it in my life. This is something that means enough to me that I'm going to not watch Stranger Things tonight and I'm going to do this instead. So it, I, I just, I want to encourage people, whatever the thing is that they keep waiting to do, whatever they're going to do on Monday, whatever they're going to do on January 1st, whatever the thing is, do it today. Do it now if you can. If, if, if you've got time to listen to this, maybe, you know, maybe you're out walking, maybe, maybe you're thinking about going for a walk and you're listening to a podcast instead. I don't know. But whatever the thing is, you have to start doing it and once it becomes a part of your routine every day, motivation or not, it doesn't matter. It's just who you are now. You're the person who goes for a run. You're the person who goes to the gym. You're the person who asked for a raise. You're the person who quit that job that you hate and finally did something better. It's, it mm. really starts with a decision and, and a commitment that this is who you are now and putting on that hat and wearing it every day until it really, you know, it's, it's sort of the fake it till you make it, but it's really just deciding that. I, I can be this person in a month. Why can't I be that person today? Mm. Yeah. And, and to just to add to it, you know, in getting out of your head, you know, a lot of these things that hold us back, um, one of my, I'm going to butcher it, but one of my favorite sayings that I say to myself all the time is, you know, I've suffered a great many things in my life, most of which never happened. <laughs> right. <laughs> we can get so wrapped up with the what ifs or the risk that we're taking in whatever it is that we're deciding to do. Right. Um, you know, I run really high on the anxiety side, so I can honestly tell you that in thinking about going and doing a workout or a run or something physical, the thought of what if I have a heart attack in the middle of this, what if I fall and hurt myself in the middle of this, what if something happens, right? Those are not super useful, right? If, if that mm -mm. does happen, it'll happen and, and I'll deal with it in the moment. But those thoughts, those things in my head preventing me from taking action on the thing that I want to do is problematic. And, you know, I think getting out of your head is, is trying to get some of that stuff out of your head as well. Yeah. So we make the decision. How, how do we then constantly remind ourselves when we find our, well, when we maybe even don't even realize we're staying in our head? Yeah. Um, I think it's being curious about yourself, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's understanding what you're doing and how you're doing it. I think, you know, a lot of the things that I struggled through myself and I'll use eating as a, as an example, I didn't realize how much emotional eating I was doing in the past. It just became part of my habit, my routine. I would get up and go, you know, open up the cupboard and look for something. And, um, it wasn't until I decided to actually not eat for two days where I realized that, you know, there was, there was this underlying issue. There was this underlying thing that was causing me to be hungry when I actually wasn't hungry. And it led to curiosity. It led me to examining 
you know, what was going on in my life. Um, so once you've made that decision, if you've got something that's preventing you from doing it, you really need to look a little bit deeper, right? It's all of the surface level things that are holding you back are not generally going to be the thing, uh, that's, that's keeping you from, from pursuing that decision. So in my case with the, the emotional eating, I would get up and eat when I was bored or when I was in some kind of a situation where, um, my anxiety was firing and I just needed mm-hmm. some kind of release. I needed some, some, you know, a dopamine hit of, of some kind, um, to, to get around what that thing is. So, and I know Jeremy's got a little more on this, but, you know, just being really curious about why it is that you are doing something. Don't, don't necessarily like stop doing it, but keep doing it, but really pay attention as to what's going through your head, how you're feeling and process those feelings as it, as you're, you know, not doing the thing that you want to do to really understand what it is you have to put into place in order to do the thing that you want to do. Well, and and Zach mentioned an important word that I think gets thrown around a lot in this space. And it's one that I have struggled with a lot and it's, you know, and it's why, you know, everyone always says, find your why. And that, that can work for a lot of people deciding, Hey, I, I want to, you know, lose 20 pounds because I'll feel better when, or I want to be around for my kids and, and show up better for them. And all that stuff's great. If that works for you, awesome. You know, Zach mentioned he runs anxious. I run more on the depressed side. So finding a why that is more powerful than all of the darkness that, that tells me what a horrible person I am, that's a challenge. Like just deciding, you know, oh, I'm going to do this because, you know, I, I want to feel better, you know, in a swimsuit this summer or whatever. When you're depressed, you're like, well, that doesn't, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters, right? You don't, you don't feel anything. So attaching yourself to, to a why may not be enough. Yeah. But for the people that are depressed, that, that have that struggle, know that it's a wave that it's going to pass. And when the wave does pass and you have the strength, figure out what the thing is. If it's losing weight or, or, or working out or whatever, whatever the thing is, it doesn't matter. And just to, like, again, going back to what I said, decide that that is important. Decide that that's the person you want to become and just don't negotiate with yourself. You have to just make the decision and sign the contract that I'm going to show up every day. We do this with all kinds of things. We brush our teeth every day. We drive to work every day, even if we don't like our job. We, you know, there's, there's just tons of things. We pay the bills because the bills come. Like there's things we don't feel like doing all the time. And we somehow manage to do them because they're just a part of who we are. So you really have to decide, I'm not going to negotiate with myself anymore on this. I'm going to decide, this is something I had to do this year after whining about hating going to the gym and not wanting to work out and finding all (laughs) kinds of excuses not to do it. I finally, I had a, I had a talk with a coach who said, your why sucks. Find, (laughs) find a better why. And Ultimately, it, I just felt better when I did it. It made the the darkness a little a little more light. It made it a little bit easier. And the more that I've done it every day now for five months, I'm a little stronger. So when I go hiking, I can last a little longer. I can climb a little higher. I can jump a little further across the creeks. I can play more with my kids in the pools. Like I'm seeing the result. I didn't go into any of it going, I want to hike better. I want to swim better. I want to play better with my kids. I went into it going, I just need to do this and I'm going to do it now no negotiation. That's it's done. So of course there are days that, you know, you're going to get sick. Things are going to come up. Things are going to get in the way, 
But you just, you, again, you have to come back to that decision point and just stop negotiating with yourself because you will talk yourself out of all kinds of amazing opportunities. Oh yeah. We can rationalize almost anything, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, a few things there. So the negotiation, I love that because I love the neuroscience stuff. Um, the negotiation, if you're constantly negotiating with yourself, you're wasting energy. So you're, you're more tired than you normally would. That, be. that was the biggest thing for me. I would spend. Yeah hours every day. I would, I would not go to the gym first thing in the morning and say, Oh, I'll go after lunch. And then after lunch, <laughs> I wouldn't feel like going. And then the kids would come home. Well, now I, I don't have time because the kids are home. I'll go when they go to bed. Okay. Well now it's 10 o'clock at night. I'm not going to the, like all day. I've yeah. done these gymnastics in my head and I'm exhausted just from that. Instead of just getting out of bed and going Doing and working it. out for half an hour or an hour or whatever it is. And then it's done. And so then you've expelled all this energy that was going to cloud your head all day long. You took care of yourself and you made good on the promise you made to yourself. It's just, yeah. it, it's so, it, again, I know this sounds easy as someone who's been doing it now for a while, but if there is someone who's sort of at the beginning of this process, it, it really just starts with making those decisions and those promises to yeah. yourself. And, and think about the childhood version of you or someone that means something to you. If you made a promise to them, you would, you would come through, you would show up for them. You would do the thing you said you promised uh, that you would do. You would just have to hold yourself to that same standard. Yeah. Simple, not easy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, yes. But, yeah. but there are some tricks that, that you can, you know, utilize there. Like, you know, I'm sure everyone has heard of the, you know, just put your shoes on. Like if you want to go to the gym, just put your shoes <laughs> yep. on. That's, that's all you have to commit to is putting your shoes on, but that can apply everywhere. Like if you want to, you know, meditate or you want to do yoga or you want like, you know, it doesn't have to just be the gym. It just anything that you've promised to yourself that you're going to do just commit to, all right, I'm just going to do five minutes yeah. or two minutes. And if I like, you know, if I start having heart palpitations or if there's something physically wrong with me or my knee is broken or, um, <laughs> you know, something like that, then yeah. stop, but just commit to five minutes. Cause once you get going, the, the that's all you really need is the first five minutes that you get yeah. going and you'll finish. The trick that worked yeah. for me literally to get me into the gym every day is I put on my calendar that I was going to go to the gym from 7.30 to 8 every single morning. I didn't go ah. for a week. I just put it on the calendar <laughs> knowing I, I may or may not go, but it's on there. And so by the end of the week, I looked at that and I went, that's all time that I could have done it. I, I, I have the time. The, the, the argument that if I don't have time, I can't fit it in. Nonsense. It was on the calendar. I had the time <laughs> in my day. Why didn't I do it? And that was yeah. all it took. The next week I was in and I, and I haven't looked back. Oh, I love it. Now, Zach, you had mentioned earlier, because, you know, I love the neuroscience, uh, the dopamine hit. Yeah. And I, that, that sparked something for me that I, I wasn't, I hadn't perceived it before. Right. So uh, the brain, obviously we, we avoid pain and it, it seeks out, well, not necessarily pleasure, but avoiding pain mainly. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm just wondering other, uh, maybe different ways we can view like, what we're doing to get a, a dopamine hit. Where, where am I going here with this? There's something we can do with this, the dopamine hit. <laughs> yeah. I, so I've, I've brought like, so with my anxiety, I also have this, this extreme avoidance behavior if there's something mm -hmm. I don't want to do. Um, so I will, like you said, I will avoid pain and suffering, but yeah. while I'm avoiding pain and suffering, I'd like to make it fun for myself. <laughs> Um, <laughs> thus the dopamine hit. Yeah. Um, so I've really just spent a lot of time, like really training myself to think of, you know, 
getting a task done or, um, as opposed to, you know, the pain and suffering of doing the task, but rewarding myself with a dopamine hit of, you know, of getting the task done, right. Of checking something off of my to-do list. And that, that took quite a while to, to get myself into that, that mode of, you know, Hey, I did a thing and I feel good for it. Even if that thing was pain and suffering, like an hour at the gym. <laughs> well, because um, I was just thinking when I got off the tennis court yesterday, because I hadn't had played tennis for about a week, I just felt good. And that was like a dopamine hit. So maybe it sounds like retraining what that dopamine hit is. Yeah. And and certain rewards. So we 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 talked to a person on our show I maybe a year ago, and they suggested that everyone should um not drink caffeine as soon as they wake up and delay it like two hours to which oh. both Jeremy and I gasped and <laughs> nearly <laughs> As hung I'm up, doing now, nearly hung up on the <laughs> call. Like we, yeah. um, but, but then I, I actually tried it and the way I tried it was I actually made my coffee. I woke up and the, the deal I made with myself was when I'm done with my workout in the morning, I can have a sip of coffee. I can drink my coffee. Ah. And so now every morning I get up at five 30, I make my coffee, I go to the gym, I work out for an hour and my coffee's in the car and it's my reward for doing my workout. And I get huh. like an extreme dopamine hit from that first sip of coffee because I just yeah. did something and crossed it off my list. So that's just understanding my own brain and how, you know, a reward works for me. And again, that, that goes all the way back to what I said earlier about keep being curious about yourself and figuring out what it is that works for you and to what Jeremy said, what's your why? So you can put those little bits and pieces in there of avoid the pain, but also reward yourself for keeping those commitments with yourself. And and if I can add something to that too, when we, when we talked to Ryan holiday a while back, uh, I had just finished basically everything he'd ever written and, and his book, the obstacle is the way changed my life. And really just with the title, right? The obstacle is the way Yeah. for me. I've gotten to a point where when something is hard, I, I, my entire life, I was let off the hook, let myself off the hook, was just way too easy on myself and ended up full of, you know, feeling like regret. I should have done that better. Should have stuck that out. Should have, should have, would have, could have. And now I, when, when something's difficult, when something's a little scary, it's almost more evidence that I need to do it, that, that I, yeah. there's something to learn from it, something to grow from it. And even the gym, you know, I, I mentioned that going to the gym is sort of a new thing for me this year. When I get that done first thing in the morning, it's more evidence that I can do hard things. That sucked. Mm. I did not want to do that at 730 in the morning. <laughs> I did not want to go and jump around in a gym and you know lift heavy things because it's not fun. I don't enjoy it. It's not a good time, but it's hard. And when it's done, I'm proud of myself because all the voices in my head, I argued with them and they lost. And then I lifted the heavy things and my brain was quieted and calmed down and I was able to take on the day better than I would have. Had I then done, gone, gone and done through all the, you know, the, the gymnastics of figuring out when I was going to do that later. So for me, the, the reward of just doing hard things is reward enough. I, you know, mm-hmm. I probably should be more kind to myself. I probably should dangle carrots like delicious coffee at the end of the rope um, <laughs> because I think that would, that would make the, the experience more fun. But I've, I've tried to just get to a point where, you know, fear or, or delay or putting it off or not wanting to is more evidence that I should do it because it will prove again that I can do hard things despite what a lifetime of evidence, you know, showed me before that. 
Yeah. And just, and I love you say it calms the brain too. It just puts us in a better space. Yeah. Yeah. So any suggestions for, okay, obviously we need to get in that morning workout, maybe reward ourselves with that much needed coffee. I'm still a little nervous about that. It'll change your life. (laughs) But how do we be more in the moment? Well, for me, it's, you know, it is so hard for me to be in the moment. Um, again, finding what works for you. I know, you know, Jeremy can actually sit and meditate and like be in the moment with his legs crossed and like, wow, and not move. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm when it comes minute, to doing nothing, I, I got you beat. I, I can do that all day long. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, but for me, I can't do that. Like, I, I, uh, my anxiety creeps in. I start like, um, I'm not lying. Like, whenever I do sit down and try and not move and meditate and just be in the moment, be in now. Um, my muscles and my legs start twitching. Oh, wow. Like, uh, like I feel, it feels like it's like bubbles are forming in my legs yeah. wow. and it's just my body fighting back, um, saying, no, 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 no. You need to dwell <laughs> on the past or think about the future, but you cannot be right now. Um, so that's, that's where I, I found yoga for myself, um, ah. because you move, but yeah. you are in the moment. It's just now it's the breath. It's really meditation. It's thinking about uh, what's going on right now. Um, but allowing me to, uh, release the energy that, that, that I've got stored up. Um, and again, that's, that works for me, for Jeremy, he can sit down and, and, and just, you know, meditate, be in the now. (laughs) Um, but really just remember, you know, for me, I really, I have to tell myself all the time, like all these little, um, you know, sayings and things, but you know, if I'm thinking about the past, um, you know, it's, that's depressive thought, right? If I'm regretting mm-hmm. things in the past, it's, you know, I'm, I'm living in depression. If I'm thinking about the future, that's living in, in anxiety, which, you know, Jeremy knows I'm a really good planner, uh, which means I live in the anxiety <laughs> world all the time. Um, so like I said, finding something that works for you to just not think about the past, not think about the future and just be right here right now. And on what you're doing, like for Jeremy, he, found bike riding, right? Mm -hmm. You had to be in the now for that. Yeah. Yeah. For me, biking was awesome. That was, that was a great introduction to it. Uh, and yeah, I can sit and just meditate for 10, 20, 30 minutes. I've, I've literally fallen asleep doing it and woken up still (laughs) sitting there. You know, it's, are we sure it's meditation? It is, is. it's, but it's, but here's, but here's the thing. You don't have to do that. I know that's very intimidating, especially for people like Zach that, you know, their their body starts twitching and rebelling against all the nothingness. But the trick really is focusing on whatever you're doing. And for me, I I try to use the, again, you know, leaning into the pain of life. I hate doing dishes, right? Totally hate it. So whenever Uh I do it, most people would then distract themselves with, I'm going to listen to something else, or I'm going to think about what I got to do tomorrow or what's what, what happened today that sucked. I try to really just focus on washing that dish, making sure mm-hmm. that, that it's clean and then it goes in the, in the dishwasher and is good to go. If it's brushing my teeth, you know, that's another thing. Like what an annoying thing to have to do every single day. But if you just really take that two minutes to just focus on that activity, you're training your brain to focus on what's happening right now. So find just the, the, the mundane everyday things that you have to do every day and use them as an opportunity to train, to get better because you're going to suck the first time you do it. You're going to suck for the first month that you do it. It's not probably going to be a <laughs> yeah. lot of fun, 
but you can have some amazingly profound experiences when when you tap into that ability to be present and to to sort of turn off all that that thinking and to really connect. I mean, I literally have had experiences where I felt like I was a part of an ocean, where I was a part of a forest. I've time traveled back to being a child and comforted myself through some of the most painful experiences of my life, all while sitting on a cushion, right? I mean, it it can completely change your life, but it doesn't have to start with the heavy lifting of sitting still for half an hour. It can just be focusing on whatever it is you're doing right now. Yeah, that's what I use the tennis court for. Well, and and I love that uh, you guys are both representing different ways of of doing this, right? There's not like one set way to do this. We each need to find what works for us. Uh, my way is better. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> mm. Disagree. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't even I can't even do yoga because it's like okay, this is way too slow for me. I need to get on the court. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah. So we all just have what works for us. Exactly. I. I I have, uh, my, just my personality and I know that this is my personality. I'm either, you know, like slow way down for yoga and realizing Uh that like yoga is not exercise. It's not physical exercise, even though you are using your muscles and you will tone up from it. For me, yoga is simply for mind meditation. Like it's all for my head. Um, I go, I go to a CrossFit gym five times a week for, you know, the fast paced, heavy, heavy lifting stuff. Yeah. But, um, and I think when I first started doing yoga, that was my, I actually had an injury that was preventing me from like moving fast. Ah. So I was, I remember doing yoga going, ah, I hate this. This is so slow. (laughs) It's like when you get physical therapy too, and they tell you to do those exercises that are just so boring. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, I, like I said, yoga is slow. But my why is for my meditation, for my mental fitness, not for my physical fitness. So when you go into it with the right why, with the right understanding, with the right curiosity of your own self, it's doable and you can can push through. Our thoughts are powerful things. Okay. So I know people want to learn more. So how can they, can you share a little bit about your products or services and, and how they can maybe get some more information on you? Yeah. I mean, the best place is just to start with the podcast. It's called The Fit Mess. The The link to it is thefitmess.com. Uh, you know, make sure you get the M and not the N. So fitmess.com. There you're going to find <laughs> links to our Facebook group, to our mastermind course that we're launching soon, uh, or maybe even launched by now, depending on the, the date that you're listening to this. Uh, again, all of that information is available at our website, thefitmess.com. Awesome. Okay. Final piece of advice for our listeners. I'm going to steal Zach's and I'm just going to say, stay curious, right? <laughs> like whatever, whatever the thing is that's holding you back, there's a reason there's, there's something that's getting in the way. There's some belief that you've held on to some baggage, some, some thing that you're trying to, to manage. Just get curious with what that is. If there's a reason that you keep like Zach was doing emotional eating, I, I'd struggle with that myself. When you hit the cabinet, just go, why am I doing this? Am I genuinely hungry? Do I need food right now? Probably not. If you know, most of us don't need as much food as we eat. So just just take a just take a beat. It doesn't have to be a whole half hour sit down on a cushion with the candles and the window facing the right direction and all the things. <laughs> just take a minute and just decide to to focus on yourself and and what what need you're really trying to fulfill or why have you not asked for that raise or why have you not told that person that thing you've been wanting to tell them? 
Mm. When, you, when you're curious, the answers reveal themselves. And it's just a, a matter of getting your mind to quiet down, stop worrying about what happened, stop worrying about what's going to happen, worry about what's happening right now and what's the next right thing you can do to overcome the, the setbacks, the obstacles, or to just do that thing you've been putting off for way too long. And I'll, I'll just, you know, since you did steal it, because that, that's usually my <laughs> mind, um, I, will, I will throw into, you know, while you're being curious, to really question your own beliefs. You know, we, we all have things that were ingrained in us uh, um, in childhood. And, you know, and we, we are, we see so many things uh, on the internet. Uh, a, another one of my favorite quotes is um, by Abraham Lincoln. And it is, don't believe everything you read on the internet. <laughs> we have, there's so much information out there. Um, but, you know, by being curious with yourself and knowing that those beliefs that you have, the things that you've read, the things that you know, they can change. 10 years ago, my, my te- my, myself 10 years ago would have laughed at myself today for all the things that I believe now that I didn't believe then or vice versa. Um, so just, you know, remember like while you're being curious, you can change your mind about things. You mm. don't have to stick with a belief that you've had since childhood. And sometimes when you let go of those truths, the growth really starts to happen. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Jeremy, Zach, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thanks for having us. If you'd like to learn more about Jeremy and Zach, visit thefitmess.com. Interested in expanding your employee development program? Visit christinaeans.com to look at the many workshops Christina has available for you.